0: Welcome back to Left Anchor. I'm Alexi the Greek. And I'm Ryan Cooper. So today we're doing another current events episode. Uh, Feedback from listeners tend to indicate that that you enjoy these types of episodes, at least on occasion. Uh, A little break from the abstract theory, getting academics on to talk about their, you know, hyper complicated stuff that I barely (laughs) understand. You know, and Alexi has to explain it for me, but uh, we we just couldn't resist because you know, just just uh, even over the last day, we're recording on Monday, April twenty fourth. There's been an absolute deluge of news, um, and there's just so much to talk about. So let's jump in, eh? Yeah, we got to kick things off, Tucker. Right? It's got to be Tucker. We got to talk about Tucker Carlson, um, the the most legitimate socialist in America, according to Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> Uh, because he hates immigrants, you know, the thing that all socialists, workers of the world unite to keep each other out of your national boundaries. Uh, that's what Mark said. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Um, and I will not be accepting corrections at this time. But so Tucker is out at Fox News. He done got fired. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's beautiful. It's just like a pinch me moment, right?
0: Yeah. It, well, you know. We can get into it. it you know, it, it remains to be seen the ramifications of it, but sure. we can say nobody has deserved to be fired more than this guy. And this is not <laughs> the first cable news network he has been fired from. He's also been fired from CNN and MSNBC. This man Patrick. loves getting fired.
1: He's <laughs> got the trifecta. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I like he if he's the heir to Trump, uh, you know, maybe there's some kind of interesting parallel. Trump likes to fire people. And, uh, you
0: know, Tucker likes getting fired. Yeah. A match made in symmetry. (laughs) Um, yeah. It also
1: has, you know, strange succession vibes for those that are watching the HBO show succession. Right. Yeah. Very, uh, kind of life imitating art stuff going on.
0: Yep. And, um, So the, the details of it are still coming out. We've, we've, we've seen a few, um, articles, you know, people reporting the details of why it happened because it was very abrupt. Um, you know, he was on the air on Friday last week. Um, and there was no indication as of like this morning that he was going to be sacked. They still had ads promoting his show. He was going to have another interview on with one, you know, some fascist dude, uh, tonight. Um, and there's just out of the blue, he was out. And, um, according and it to, seems, go it seems, it seems
1: like it's not, it's not related to the lawsuit. Cause like there, there were initial thoughts that maybe it would be connected to, uh, the lawsuit against Fox, but if it is, it's not necessarily in, in an obvious way or what?
0: Well, so it's not, well, there, there hasn't been reporting that it's directly linked to the Dominion lawsuit against right, right, right. Fox yeah. News in which Different they, lawsuit. Yeah. they settled for $787 million, this defamation lawsuit, you know, in which Tucker and other Fox News hosts, including Lou Dobbs, who's also been canned, um, you know said a bunch of lies about the election and there is part of the discovery process. There are texts from Tucker, uh, indicating that he knew that there were lies. Like he was interviewing Sidney Powell and then behind her back talking to Sean Hannity. Um, mean, they
1: they knew, they knew that it wasn't a stolen
0: election, right? Like that. Yeah. yeah. And then what they were worried about, you know, I talk about this in my uh, YouTube video about Glenn Greenwald. They were worried about market share. That, that if they, uh, you know, if, if they didn't pander to the, you know, uh, election denial people, then they were going to be out crazied by ONN or Newsmax and they would, you know, they would lose money. Um, uh, but it is related, according to the Los Angeles Times, to a different lawsuit, um, from a, Uh, A discrimination lawsuit from a former Fox News producer named uh, Abby Grossman. Yeah. Um,
1: Alleging, I think, anti-Semitic discrimination. Yeah.
0: Sexist and anti-Semitic discrimination. Uh, Here's the Los Angeles Times. Quote, Carlson's exit is related to the discrimination lawsuit filed by Abby Grossberg, the producer fired by the network last month. The sources said Carlson's senior executive producer, Justin Wells, has also been terminated According to insiders, Grossberg was moved off of Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo and onto Tucker Carlson Tonight, where she alleged she was bullied and subjected to anti Semitic comments, according to a lawsuit in New York. In deposition testimony, the former Fox News producer also said she was coerced by company lawyers to give misleading answers in the Dominion defamation case against the network. Fox News denied the claim and said she was terminated for disclosing privileged company information. So, you know, it's one of those things that's sort of like part and parcel of, uh, politics like Carlson has. He's, uh, had numerous staffers from his website and his show fired after they were exposed as having, you know, basically been Nazis on internet forums.
1: Like Holocaust denier types, right?
0: Yeah. And like, uh, you know, sexually abusive or, or anti-Semitic, uh, you know, uh, cultures. Part and parcel with that type of thing. Um, but there's another, you know, I, I think, uh, even if this isn't directly related to the dominion lawsuit, even though, you know, Grossman says like she was coerced to give false testimony in that lawsuit, I think that it could possibly be related to, uh, Fox news brass and Rupert Murdoch in particular, uh, worrying that Carlson has become, a business liability or political liability, frankly, for, for Fox news, uh, LA times article scrolling down a little bit, um, quote, Murdoch was also said to be concerned about Carlson's coverage of the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U S Capitol. The host has promoted the conspiracy theory that it was provoked by government agents And Carlson has called Ray Epps a Texas man who participated in the storming of the Capitol but did not enter the building and FBI plant without presenting any evidence. Epps was interviewed Sunday on 60 Minutes and said he has been subjected to death threats as a result of Carlson's statements about him. The FBI told 60 Minutes that Epps has never worked with the agency. And so, you know, you could potentially see, um, you know, that that they're, they're casting because the, the other lawsuit context that, that it's important to mention is that there is another defamation lawsuit from Smartmatic, another voting machine company, just like Dominion, that's coming down the pike. That's actually bigger in monetary damages claimed. Um, I think it's like in the two billions, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and you know, they might be looking to make some sort of good faith effort as like a basically public relations play to say, we're taking this seriously, you know, we're, we're, yeah, exactly. And Tucker Carlson is like sort of the sacrificial goat. We're throwing our most popular primetime news host over the side so that we don't have to pay, you know, another multi hundred or even over a billion dollar, uh, settlement. Um, so I mean, what it's, would
1: you know? He has he succeeded Bill O'Reilly, right? Who was <laughs> fired because of his own uh, sexual harassment lawsuits, and uh, so the, the the tradition of scumbag hosts who are their most popular hosts at Fox News um, being forced out because of the being bad humans continues uh, apace, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. The you know, it's a, it's a weird pattern here. The <laughs> the the people obsessed coincidence. With- I'm sure. <laughs> The The political faction obsessed with like sexual purity and the traditional marriage and uh, protecting children from groomers just somehow is just infested with these sicko sex, perverts, pests, perverts. Yeah. We and should do an episode pur- on that. that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, th- then there's, you know, purity of other kinds like racial purity that uh, Tucker uh, also is clearly in favor of. And, you know, uh, what could go wrong with these kind of people? Uh, It's just shocking that they, they would be held to account for doing terrible things. But um, you know, he was by far the most popular host of the most popular show, 3 million viewers, uh, I believe every night, that kind of deal. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So
0: there's a, there's a, you know, conversation going on, you know, on social media and elsewhere saying like, no, this isn't really a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Because Stark will just be replaced with some sort of like, you know, Nazi reptile, you know, Andrew Anglin or somebody, Uh, you know, what do you think about that?
1: I I think The Wire comes to mind, you know, in The Wire, how they how they kind of show the futility of policing, where if you take down. Uh, Someone slinging things on this corner, a new one will just pop up. I think it's like that, but with the, you know, these are the right wing pervert thugs that will just keep popping up in the, uh, the Fox News (laughs) studio, uh, as long as they are incentivized, right, to cater to, to a market that they have worked over many years to, to pervert into wanting, uh, those kind of people who espouse those kind of views. And, and they're, they're, it just is impossible to maintain uh, performance, because there is a lot of theater. I mean, think about your Glenn Becks, it becomes even more obvious, the theater. But as much as as these hosts are theatrical, uh, you know, Aristotle teaches us that habituation, you know, turn creates your character. And so if you, as a matter of course, are thinking, saying, and speaking in certain ways, that is going to just become your being. And that is going to flow into all other relationships and contexts in which you operate. Uh, so, you know it, until we root out the the actual you know outrage machine that is fox news uh and that that kind of profit business model that they have um we're going to keep having this this thing uh, happen over and over again even if they see that any any one particular host might be problematic uh i don't i don't see them changing their overall approach anytime soon so
0: yeah what do you think well <clears throat> I don't know. I, I guess I'm of two minds about it, you know, because like you, you just haven't been able to go wrong betting against the irresponsibility of, you know, right wing media and in general and Fox News in particular over the last like seven years. You know, they always go for the low road. However, you know, like Bill O'Reilly was a giant piece of shit, you know, like like he basically like murked that one abortion doctor like one of the few, the, the, uh, Tiller, what was his name? Um, that's right. And, you know, one of the few guys, a a real dedicated dude who would provide, you know, medically necessary, very late term abortions who, you know, for women who like in an overwhelming like 99% of cases, it was, it was a question of, you know, either rape or incest or, uh, more typically severe medical problems, Um, and, and O'Reilly, uh, called him the Tiller, the baby killer for, for like years. And then some right-wing terrorists went and assassinated that guy. So Bill O'Reilly, an enormous piece of shit. But I think it's fair to say that Tucker Carlson is worse and worse by quite a bit, you know, just open and more
1: worse and more dangerous.
0: Yeah. Which are distinct, open white supremacists basically. And like in, in, so far, like he doesn't call himself a white supremacist openly, but he'll do everything except that. I mean, he name checks the great replacement theory like mm-hmm. on the record on TV, endorsing it as true and implies that it's a part of like basically a Jewish conspiracy from George Soros and you know the oh, yeah. rest of the and, and
1: he he feeds all kinds of conspiratorial paranoid thinking uh in service of of that kind of uh great replacement theory faux populism. I think it's important to say that the white supremacist, uh, you know, views that he's endorsing is coupled with a faux populism that is, is super dangerous in combination. We've seen shooters who are even like eco-terrorists who are kind of, uh, you know, White supremacists worried about how climate change and capitalism are going to combine to like drain resources, um, such that the immigrants are a special problem, and therefore, like, you know, murdering, um, you know, migrants or people that someone thinks are migrants is justified because of climate change and capitalism, right? Like, he's feeding into that kind of paranoia and that kind of terrorism in particular. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it suggests that there's a possible space for a Fox News host who isn't as bad as Tucker. Um, you know, you can't exactly wind the clock back, but I think that Hannity is not as bad as Tucker. Hannity, he, he, Hannity is terrible. He's like, he's very similar to Bill O'Reilly, I would say, but he has a little bit of shame. I remember one time, um, you know, he, he basically told his viewers that like enough is enough you need to go get vaccinated because people are dying. And of course the very next day he got like a deluge of backlash from 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 well, viewers. But like Sure,
1: don't don't forget that even Trump, now of course in part Trump is just trying to take credit for anything that could be construed as good. But like even Trump was like uh, I did the vaccine. I did it. Yeah. You know, It was a huge, huge accomplishment. And the crowd would like boo him. it kind right? of did. Like,
0: it, was, it was a legitimate, the best thing he ever did, you know, legitimately yeah, yeah. excellent accomplishment. I mean, it was Yeah, let's
1: get it quickly. Let's get it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um,
1: But and- no, I, I guess that was a way of saying that that uh, Trump and Hannity are different, but they're buddies or they were in a certain kind of corrupt way. Obviously corrupt way, where like you know Fox News is kind of like state media at that point when Trump was in office because Hannity's like texting him and Trump's texting him back and all that um so it's like deeply corrupt, but like in a certain way, both Hannity and Trump are are not as uh dangerous as Tucker could be with power, perhaps yeah I don't know. what do you think
0: I think that's right because the thing about Tucker is that you know he's not dumb. You know, Trump is a fucking idiot. Like, uh r- this was back in 2007, maybe 2009, CPAC conference, Tucker gave a speech at CPAC in which he said that like conservative media, we need to build up a legit reporting apparatus. And he talked about how like, you know, everyone hates the New York Times here, New York Times is terrible. I agree, but they do things like making sure that people's names are spelled correctly. Like they, they, they try to verify their information and that's an important thing for conservatives to do. And they booed him for that. And, you know. So he understands the need to look
1: legitimate in order to have even more power. That's
0: well, uh I think not necessarily, you know, be, because prior to that, he'd been like a rather successful magazine journalist. Like he can write, um, he, he's, you know, he, he can do these sort of like witty, sort of nuanced profiles in the, in a tradition of conservative, you know, magazine journalists, like, like uh, Tom Wolfe, uh, not as good as Tom Wolfe, but like, like not a bellowing imbecile, you know, like, like. That
1: must've been before he was on Crossfire, right? Oh yeah. Do you remember?
0: This is like the nineties. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cause the reason he got fired from CNN is, is if I recall, uh, John Stewart single-handedly basically ended Crossfire's existence. He went he went on Crossfire with Tucker and I forget the other guy and just made them look so dumb. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's it's kind of a beautiful thing. You know, say what you will about John Stewart, he has these moments where where he he can just make somebody look so foolish. And Tucker was one of them at the time. Um so that must have been well after he was doing legitimate journalism, right?
0: Yeah, and, and but what that what that suggests I think is that you know, in many of these cases and what, what, uh, Tucker is talking about, he knows better. Um, like you see the real lunatics like Sidney Powell and like Trump to some extent, you know, they convince themselves that, that what they're saying about the election or vaccines or whatever, uh, is, is true. Tucker, you saw him in the, in the text messages in the dominion lawsuit, he has total contempt for his own audience. He's willing to kill them by the <laughs> yeah, tens of yeah, thousands sure. for Machiavellian, his own
1: career. Machiavellian in, in, in a way that's unfair to Machiavelli. Uh, I, so let's – this reminds me of uh, maybe an off uh, – I don't know of how often we've discussed it, but like the the philosopher Harry Frankfurt's piece on bullshit. Yeah. Uh, right? We've talked about it a few times. But Trump is is the quintessential bullshitter in, in, in the sense that like a bullshitter, according to this uh, piece by this philosopher – doesn't care at all about what the truth is. Like it, the person might be speaking truth, might not be speaking truth, but what really matters is the performance and what the, uh, the performer is expressing. Like what the thing that Trump wants you to think is something about him, not about the truth value of the statements. He, he cares about per being perceived as strong or a winner or as funny or as, uh, whatever it may be, but it's all about like his perception by the audience he's, he's speaking to uh and it may or, and this is why it's so frustrating with Trump because sometimes he'll be like the lone guy in the in the primaries to say that Iraq the Iraq war was wrong you know what yep, i mean yep. and, and like and so so like truth comes in sometimes is something that he's uh, espousing in in a very um you know stark way and other times it's so ridiculous what he's saying is obviously but truth the truth value of his statements isn't really what he's concerned with. Where, where you're pointing out someone like uh, Tucker Carlson is, is a quintessential liar. But to yeah. lie, Frankfurt says, to lie, you have to know what the truth is so you can distort it to the ends you want you want to achieve. And so Tucker is smart enough to know many, many truths and to know lots of things. And he uses that intelligence in order to distort things to his ends. And that's just a different kind of use of power than the bullshitting
0: form. Yeah. Yeah. like Like... Uh, people ask Tucker if he's vaccinated and he's just like angrily. It's like, I'm not revealing my private health information. Uh, the, is there any question he's vaccinated? He knows for sure yes, that it works yeah. and yeah. he's willing to feed his own viewers into the meat grinder. Um, to, uh, just, you know, for, to, to appease whatever they want. Um, and you know, I think it, it, it suggests that he is a, mu- he's like, Consciously evil basically like he's willing to kill people you know by but his own his own audience supporters yeah not just the libs you know as a means to his end yeah Yeah, exactly and then also like i i think it's fair to conclude that he is a conscious and dedicated white supremacist You know, he really believes in that stuff. That's a a consistent through line of his whole career is, you know, playing footsie with that, if not explicitly endorsing, you know, people like Jesse Helms and great replacement theory and having numerous, you know, just absolute abject racists on his program. And so. And yet I want to say
1: another reason he's dangerous is. So that clip went around not that long ago where he made Ben Shapiro look stupid right? And he made Ben Shapiro, but this is great. We should probably insert this because who doesn't want to make fun of Ben Shapiro? Uh, but uh, I think Ben Shapiro was asking, I mean, maybe we we'll just play the clip, but like was was talking about, um, I don't know, uh, truckers or something like that and how, um, I don't know if it was automation that yeah. might take the jobs, right? And, and basically like Ben Shapiro's free market thing is we shouldn't have the government uh, getting involved, you know, even if it means uh, all these job losses for truckers, right? Tucker, and Tucker's like of course we should. Are you kidding me? And he, and he does this like like populist type riff that is just as brilliant as as you could possibly uh, expect out of a as in the context of this question. Just like Absolutely uh, devastating and makes Shapiro look dumb and, and is just very politically powerful. And you could see in that moment how good he could be on the campaign trail. It's very scary,
0: actually. Yeah.
2: The question is when the pedal hits the metal, like you talk in the, in the book about technology and how it's shifting and taking away jobs from folks. Yes. And you make specific reference to truck driving and the fact yes. that there are going to be these automated cars on the roads. So would you, Tucker Carlson, be in favor of restrictions on the ability of trucking companies to use this sort of technology specifically to you know, sort of artificially maintain the number of jobs that are available in the trucking industry. Are you joking? In a no. second. In a second. In other words, if I were president, when I say the DOT, Department of Transportation, we're not letting driverless trucks on the road, period. Why? Really simple. Driving for a living is the single most common job for high school educated men in this country, in all 50 states. By the way, that's the same group whose wages have gone down by 11% over the past 30 years. The social cost of eliminating their jobs in a 10-year span, five-year span, 30-year span, is so high that it's not sustainable. So the greater good is protecting your citizens from... look. Capitalism is the best economic system I can think of, I think, that anyone's ever thought of. But that doesn't mean that it's a religion and everything about it is good. No, but but, there's no niacin creed of capitalism that I have to buy into. What I care about is living in a country where, you know, decent people can live happy lives, actually.
0: And so this suggests that I I think that, you know, they whoever replaces Tucker might not be uh, as bad. You know, because the other thing, the, the, it's perhaps a more important looming business decision for Fox News is that they are going to have to renegotiate carriage fees with the cable networks right. uh, over the next like few months, I believe. That's coming up. And Fox News already has the highest carriage fees of any network outside of ESPN, if I'm not mistaken. There's like,
1: yeah. Can you explain, can you explain what that is? Yeah. People?
0: So car- carriage fees are like, What the cable networks pay to the sources of their content to have it in their cable package, the basic cable package. If you get cable, Fox News is included, I think, basically in every single one. Yeah, that's right. Basic cable always has that, it always has ESPN. But, you know, uh, ESPN makes sense because, you know, they're like 90 million cable subscribers and like probably three quarters of them watch sports. Sports are very popular. You know, right. the, the NFL's, the Super Bowl's the biggest TV event of the year every year. Fox News, not so much. Only about 3 yeah. million, 4 million regular viewers. But they're really fanatical. And that's what they've used to extract these high carriage fees out of the cable companies. Right. And yeah. so, so
1: basically when you're paying your cable bill, a vast majority of the money is going to ESPN and Fox, like a vast well, disproportionate amount. Yeah, like in not terms the majority, of,
0: but Yeah.
1: And proportionally, yes, right, yes. For,
0: yeah yeah, 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 in terms of what you're getting, you know, you're getting like five hundred channels and like ten you know f- five or six percent of the money is going to Fox News, even if you like the vast majority of cable subscribers, never turn it on um and so they're, so they're looking
1: re- renegotiating that that contract is coming up,
0: right that contract is coming up, and they're looking to increase the carriage fees by a lot because nobody wants to advertise on Fox news cause it's full of white supremacist horse shit all the time. <laughs> and so their negotiating yep. leverage is really in the tank. And you know, with this, the giant settlement, I mean, Fox news doesn't make that much money. I mean, $787 million is a lot of money, even for, you know, a, a profitable business like Fox news. You know, we're not talking about Google levels of success. Um, and they've got another lawsuit coming down and they just fired this guy for, you know, in what looks like very suspicious circumstances. And now they're going into this negotiation. And I think that may tend to suggest that they'll go for someone who's at least a little less bit, controversial. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to raise yeah. so many feathers. And my suspicion is they'll slot Hannity in there. You know, they'll get they'll get one of their other. You know, bonehead Jesse Waters or somebody to replace <laughs> Hannity. What? A, yeah. Like, I could be wrong about that, but I I do think that all you know, regardless of whether uh, the what happens, what decisions the Fox brass makes, this is a moment of exceptional vulnerability for the biggest propaganda network in the country. And you That's know, right. people have organized. We'll link to it in the description you know, to trying to pressure the cable companies to drop Fox from the basic cable package to say that, like, I don't want to pay for this, you know, cut my bill by five dollars. Um, That's right. cause I like to watch sports and not fascist propaganda. That's the end of the preview folks. As usual, we like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the American prospect magazine. So if you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, you could subscribe at $5 a month if you want that, plus a free subscription to the website, uh, plus the opportunity for a steeply discounted print subscription. You can do that if you so wish at $10 a month. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.